Welcome to this week's Moonlight of Emuna, Parshas Vayetze. This week's learning should be a schos for Fushlem, for Chanamash, Bas Vilcher, Shmuel Shenzam, Bechavacham, Menachem, Mordechem, and Afir, Michaim, Ben Sara, and Lishmas, Henya, Basichil, Mechel, and Ratzabas, Menachem, Mendel. And also, it should be a schos for all of the soldiers and the people in Yisrael and the hostages and Jews around the world. Everyone should be safe, and, and, and we should see we should see the Geula come from this from this darkness, which is what we're going to talk about a little bit. So the Parsha begins Vayetze, Yaakov, Miber Shava. Yaakov left Beersheba, Vayela, Chorona, he went to Charon, Vayifka Bamokim, and he encountered the place Vayolan Sham, and he slept there. On these words, Vayifka Bamokim, he encountered the place. Rashi tells us a few very important things. First, Rashi tells us what was this place. So Rashi tells us it was Haramiria, right? And Rashi brings another posseg that by Avram it was referred to as Hamokim. So Bamokim refers to the, to the place of Haramiria, that the Yaakov encountered that place, right? Because the posseg doesn't tell us, it just says Bamokim, the place. What's that place? Rashi says Haramiria. Then Rashi tells us, what does Vayifka mean? He encountered. So says Rashi, Rabbi Seinu Pirshu, our Rabbeim taught us, Lashen Tfila. It's a, it's a Lashen of Tfila. Kamoi Al Tifka B, don't beseech me that, that Hashem, uh, Hashem says to Yirmiyahu. It's a, uh, don't, don't beseech me. Vilim Danu, and it taught us, Shetikin Tfilas Arvis. It taught us, that, right, as the Gemara in Bracha says, that. Yaakov Avinu instituted the, the Tfila of Arvis, which this Rashi doesn't mention, but but which we learn in the Gemara and Brachas is a Rishus, right? That Shachris and Mincha that Avram and Yitzchak established, those are Chiyuvim, those are obligatory. Yaakov's Tfila of Mairv is a Rishus. What, what that means exactly, Lalacha, we, 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 we treat all three as obligatory, but the Gemara says that it's a Rishus. We're going to come back to that. And then Rashi goes on and says, and this seems to be a little bit out of place, Vishina Hakosav. And the Torah changed the lashon and it didn't say the Torah could have said instead of vayifka b'makom that he encountered the place. It could have said vayispalo b'makom he davened in the place. Lamedcha to teach us that the earth contracted for him that the earth uh, the earth contracted and made his made his trip shorter or as some explained that Hara Maria was moved to where Yaakov was but that he was able to get there and the Svas Emes is bothered by this he says what are these two things that's Rashi making one statement that Yaakov Davin there right but Yifka means Davin there and uh, and uh, he was Masak and Tfilis Arvis and the reason why the Torah doesn't use the word Vayispal but uses Vayifka is because the earth was contracted so ask the Svas Emes what are those two things have to do with each other. It's very nice if the earth tra- Yaakovinu had Kvitzas Haderach. Great, so tell us that. But how does Rashi connect them? Rashi seems to say that these two things are connected. That Yaakov davening there and davening Tfilis Arvis uh, davening Mayriv had something to do with the fact that the earth uh, contracted. So the Svasemis explains that the Torah is teaching us something very important. The Torah is teaching us that a person sometimes could find himself in certain places, in certain circumstances, where he thinks, where he thinks that, you know, I'm too far gone, or it's too dark right now, or I don't have, there's no way I could attach myself to Kedusha, to holiness right now, right? Says, says the Svasemis, that's why, according to those who say that Har Maria was moved there, was moved to where Yaakov was, that Yaakov, ya- the Yaakov why, w- why would it be moved there? Yaakov, you know, really wanted to be at Har Maria. He really wanted to be at that place where his grandfather Avram had put, brought his father uh, Yitzchak as, as an oila. He really wanted to connect to that split place. He's about to go into Gullus. He's about to leave Eretz Yisrael. He's about to leave his parents' home. And he wants to connect to that special place. But it was very far away. It was far away. So Hashem made an, uh, a beautiful miracle for him and brought Hara Maria to him. Brought brought it to him. So he says, says the Svasemis, that is exactly what Mayriv is. The tefillah of Mayriv is. Right? Because when, it, when do we daven Mayriv? Shachris and Mincha we daven when it's light outside. 
Shachos is in the morning, Minchas in the afternoon. We daven when it's light outside. Myriv is daven is the, is a tefillah that has to be daven in the dark, right? It's a place where there's no light. The dark, especially think about it in the olden days before there were electric lights. Night was very dark, right? But what Yaakov, well, ya- Yaakov is in this dark place. He's about to leave his home. He's about to leave Eretz Yisrael. He's going into the hands of of, of Lavan. He has Esav chasing him. He's in a very dark place. But Yaakov wanted so badly to be in a place of light, to be in the Hara Maria. And the Torah is teaching us is that when a person desires something so badly, without limits, and he and and he and he he he, he, he wants it so badly, and it's a good thing. It's something he wants kedusha. Yaakov here wanted kedusha. Wanted the light of Hashem, so then then things will happen in a way that's not derech hateva. Everything depends on the desire of a person. A person's desire, a person's holy desires can change his reality. There's a Pasuk in Yeshayahu that we're all familiar with, but the Pasuk says, it's a Perak Nun Zion Pasuk Yotes, it's Bari Niv Sifasayim, Hashem says, I create the speech of the lips, Shalom Shalom L'Rochik V'Lakarev, peace, peace to the far and to the near, Amar uh, Hashem Urefasiv, says Hashem and I will heal him. So the Sfasemis points out in this Pasuk, he says that Shalom Shalom L'Rochik V'Lakarev, it, it sounds a little funny. The person who's 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 rachik, who's far, right? It means peace, peace to the one who is far and the one who is who is near. And I, I, I will heal him, heal heal him. So it seems like the one who's far doesn't really have peace. But we know that nothing evil comes from Hashem. Everything that Hashem does is for our best. We may not see it, but everything is for the best. That means that if a person feels pushed away, feels like he's in darkness, that is also for his best, right? Why? Because what happens very often is when a person feels far away, so he did deep to find out what his true desires are, what are his real ritzainas. And through that, he's able to awaken something in that place, some of the, some illumination, some of the light of, 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 of Kedusha, of Hashem. Yaakovinu is misakin tilas tilas arvis tilas arvis myriv because that's in the darkest place when a Jew is in his darkest place and the Torah is saying that connected to tilas arvis is the fact that the land that Har Maria was moved to ya- where Yaakov was that even when we're in the darkest place if we turn to Hashem and we daven with true holy desires so the place that we want even though it seems so far could be brought right to us can be brought exactly where we are in that darkest deepest place. And Yaakovinu was teaching us that, was teaching us that before we go in, well, before he, we, he went into Gullus, and we would spend, he saw that his children would spend so much time in Gullus, and sometimes we feel so distant and so dark. We have to remember that if we dig deep, and we reach out to Hashem, and we daven myriv, that, that, that davening that's in the darkness, we can have Haramaria brought mamish to us, we could get that light of Hashem brought right to us in, in the darkest place that we were in. Now, to talk about the idea that Meirev is a Rishus, so there's a beautiful idea from the Lakute Halachas, from Rabbi Nassim of Breslov. He says that we know, that we know that this, this tefillah that Yaakov Avinu was Masak and tefillah Meirev is in the d- deepest, darkest things, like we were just speaking about from the Svasemes. It's in the bitterness of the Gullus. That's the, night is the bitterness of the Gullus. But we know that through that bitterness of the Gullus will be when the third base of Mikdash will be b- built. Mirz Hashem very soon, in our, we should see it very, very quickly. But the third base of Mikdash, which is the eternal base of Mikdash, that is the Schus of Yaakov. We know the first base of Mikdash was Avram, the second one is Yitzchok, the third one, the eternal one is Yaakov Avinu. Chazal tell us that, that they correspond to that. And and that's why specifically Yaakov Avinu had to make Arvis, had to make Mayrev Arishos. 
So he asks, and bringing out this point, he says, what do you mean that you, you're misaking Erushos? If Yaakov was misaking Tfilos, Mayriv, so then he, he either established it, or he made it optional. Erushos means it's optional. Did, did anybody have a thought that you're not allowed to daven at night? Right? It sounds like when you say, before Avram was misaking Tfilos Shachros, would you, anybody have thought that you can't daven, daven in the mornings if you want? You can. So what does it mean that Yaakov, so it means that when Avram was misaking Tfilos Shachros, means he said you should daven, you have to daven Shachros. So what does it mean that Yaakov was misaking it? That means you thought you couldn't daven at night? Yaakov therefore says you can daven at night. It's a reshus. It's an option to daven at night. Why would I think I can't daven at night? So says Rabbi Nassim that Yaakov Inu saw the depth and the darkness of this gullus that we're in, which is hopefully coming to an end. And he saw how the other side, the side of darkness and the Yitzhahara, would, be, would, be, would have a lot of power and would be pervasive everywhere. And, and, and it would be so dark, it would be the darkness of, 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 of night. And he saw that people in our situation would think that it's impossible to daven in these circumstances. It's impossible to daven under these circumstances. How can I reach out to Hashem? I'm so far from Hashem. How can I possibly connect? Therefore, Yaakovinu was misakin that you can daven at night. It's a reshus. We're not talking about obligations. You would think in these types of circumstances, impossible to daven. Says Yaakovinu, you can daven. We would have thought that in these circumstances, davening is, davening, no, Hashem doesn't want to hear my, my tefillahs. Davening would be impossible. The kayach of, of, of tefillah, the, the kayach of speaking is gone. We would think that it's so dark. And Yaakov Inu Davin's Mayriv, he's in the place, he's in this low place where he's about to leave Eretz Yisrael, leave everything and go into Golis, but yet he's in, in Haramiriya, Haramiriya was brought to him, so he's both at the same time in the lowest place and the highest place, which is symbolized by the ladder, right? The ladder, the Malachim are going up and down, the lowest place connected to the highest place. That's what Yaakov Inu is teaching us. Yaakov Inu is teaching us even when you're in the lowest, darkest place, you're also, in, you can be, in, the, in, in an instant, you can be in the highest, highest place. Even if you're in the darkest dark night, in, in, in complete, uh, 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 being completely obscured, a person can, can inspire his, his strong desires to daven and to return to Hashem, and he should never give up from tefillah. There's no such thing as a Jew who can't daven. A person cannot be misyayish, can never despair of davening and screaming to Hashem. He, he quotes his Rebbe, Rebbe Nachman, who we know famously says that there's no such thing as a Jew. He quotes here, Shalom Yisyayish, we're not talking about you should never give up. He, he says it actually in Yiddish here. A person should never give up from screaming, from asking, from pleading from Hashem. And then everything will turn around to the good. Therefore, Yaakov, and he says Yaakov includes all of the tzaddikim that would come after him because Yaakov Inu was the one who all of his children were tzaddikim. All tzaddikim come from Yaakov Inu, as opposed to, let's say, Avram and Yitzchak, who had a Yishmael and an Esav. By, by Yaakov, it was, all, it was all tzaddikim, right? So Yaakov Avinu, is, with, with, with that strength, he instilled into the heart of every Jew until the last days, uh, until the last generations before Mashiach, our generation before Mashiach, that even now in the bitterness of this Golis, which is the, which is the darkest dark of night, every single person has to look deep to the, to the ultimate truth until each one will, will, will take strength, wherever he is, wherever he is in the darkest places, uh, to, to those Jews fighting in Gaza, to people who are never going through difficult tsar, to every, every single Jew, no matter how dark it feels for him at that moment, that, that each person will, will, will tap into those, those strong desires that he has and those longings for, for Hashem Right? And, and, and a person could tap into those even when everything seems hopeless and lost.
when we're at the lowest point, when we feel like all we have is downfalls, at that point, that even there, we don't give up, we, we never despair from Hashem's, Hashem's compassion, Hashem's Rachmanus, and we always, we, we strengthen ourselves with longings and desires, good ones, holy ones, until we're, we're awakened to, to scream out and to daven to Hashem and to beg Hashem that, 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 no matter where we are, no matter where we're holding, that Hashem still loves us to tap into that knowledge and to know that Hashem wants us to dive into Him and wants to give us what we need and what we want for us individually, for all of Klal Yisrael. That's the Tfilas Arvis that Yaakov said was a Rishus. It's a Rishus because, first of all, I can't obligate you to daven in under these circumstances, but know that you can. You might think you can't. You might have had that Havamina, that first thought that I can't daven in these circumstances. Says Yaakov, you no such thing. A Jew, that's why Arvis is specifically a rishus. Uh, no such thing as you can't daven. You need to tap into that good that's inside of you. You need to tap into that love that Hashem has for you, to that rachmanis that Hashem has for you. And with that, we can scream out and daven. And, and, and we know now we're living through a time where Klai Yisrael more than ever feels that darkness, but also sees the love, sees Klai Yisrael coming together, sees sees the, the potential, sees the glimmer, uh, the glimmer of light. We need to tap into that. That's what Yaakov Inu taught us. We need to scream out in a tefillah of myriv, uh, of Myrav, when, when the rest of the world would tell us, what are you doing? How could you possibly daven? We say, no, this is what we do. We daven to Hashem. We know that Hashem loves us. We tap into this. We never give up. We know that Hashem is there for us. And with that, we will be able to, Mirz Hashem, very quickly bring Mashiach Tzitkenu B'meher I wish you all a beautiful, wonderful Shabbos.